Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Spider-Man. This was one of my favorite movies when I was a young duckling. My favorite heroes when I was small were Spider-Man and Batman. Uh, That tells you someone what I was like as a kid, then whatever. (laughs) Uh, I watched this movie a lot, but as I got older, I just started watching it less and less, and I decided to revisit one of my childhood favorites. My favorite part of this film is the score by Danny Elfman. When I think of Spider-Man, this is the music in my head, besides the 90s theme song, the the animated TV show from the 90s. Other than that, it's this theme, especially the opening theme. Like that shit, I'm like, oh, fucking. Gets Gets my fucking dick hard for superhero movies. My other favorite part is Willem fucking Dafoe. I love his Green Goblin. Uh, you could tell that he went all in with his performance. Uh, he makes the campy dialogue work, which is what uh, Sam Raimi is famous for. Things like Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, uh, Drag Me to Hell. They all have that kind of... He's, he's usually known for horror, but he has this like funny, like campy like humor to it, like the groovy from Ash and shit like that. So he very much has them in the Spider-Man films. Sometimes it works. Eh, other times it doesn't, but Willem Dafoe's really works, especially since... Uh, Green Goblin is kind of like a goofy, campy character to begin with. He's one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Uh, Spider-Man and Batman having the best villains gallery in any comic book. Fucking fight me. The only one that's kind of close is probably like the Flash, maybe Superman. That's about it. Uh, but yeah, fucking great cast of villains. Uh, and definitely, I'm really glad they went with Green Goblin first. Being, I mean, you can argue that Doc Ock is is now his arch nemesis, but the when I think of Spider-Man, I think of Green Goblin as his arch nemesis, so I'm glad they went that one first. Um, yeah, he just... I also really enjoy his scenes with Harry, who's played by James Franco. Uh, him and James Franco have unusual chemistry. Uh, I they, To me, they kind of have that. There seems to be some sort of relationship between them. Uh, anytime I see them together, I, I feel like there is legitimate resentment from both sides. I, I definitely feel like they, it feels like they've known each other for a while, which I know they haven't, but uh, yeah, this great scenes. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's not something I would have guessed that have happened upon review that I actually really enjoyed Harry and Norman's scenes together. Uh, but yeah, uh, the suit's a little goofy, but I think it really works with the character. Uh, I, I don't know. I remember being a kid, and I just remember loving his character. Uh, <laughs> especially since I... I a lot of my friends used to parody his voice and like things. Used to be like "fuck you, Spider-Man," like that shit, stuff like that. Um, yeah, just really enjoy it. My first problem with this film, however, is Mary Jane. Okay, Kristen Dunn's. I I don't think it's her fault, but it's the way that I think she was written and the way they want to portray her and use her in the movie. I don't like her. She isn't a good person. Uh, she just leads Peter around the whole movie until the very end of the film. Um, I'm not going to talk about the later films, but I, I remember being a kid and watching all three of these and being like, I don't like Mary Jane. It could have to do with the fact that Mary Jane's my least favorite love interest. Uh, my favorite is Black Cat or Gwen Stacy. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I just don't like her. And I think she, like, she dates the bully, Flash, okay? Which is normal. I've seen that happen. It happened in the 90s cartoon. Um, it's happened a few times in the comics in high school whatever okay but here's the thing she like also shames peter after he defends himself you know from flash because flash is a dickhead 
and he bullies the fuck out of Peter. And finally, one day after he's obviously bitten by the radioactive spider, uh, he initially just continues to defend himself, just dodging, evading punches until the very end where all he does is punch him one time and he fucking flies across the room and Mary Jane's like, Peter, what's wrong with you? Like, what the fuck do you mean? What? Have you not been seeing how everyone Flash and his friends treat him and you're like, Peter, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? Fuck you, bitch. What the hell? Uh, It's shit like that. She does that kind of stuff about the whole movie and she annoys me. And I don't know. I, I just don't like her. Which is weird, because I actually really enjoy the Mary Jane from the 90s cartoon. And I think it's because she doesn't really have that, like, sassy attitude. I liked I like Mary Jane in the comics. I, not that I hate Mary Jane. Uh, she's my least favorite of the Love Issues of Friends, man. I just like the Black Cat. Uh, it, probably, it probably has to do with, I also really like Catwoman. It's probably has some of the similarity there. Uh, but she has, like, more of a sassy attitude. She doesn't, she's not just some pushover. And that she's just a damsel distress throughout the whole movie. She's just like, Spider-Man, help me! Like, the whole fucking film. Which, I mean, like, okay. I can see, like, the threat to the love interest. You know, should probably happen. Or at least come up once or twice. But the whole fucking time, no matter what's going on, if I see Spider-Man and Mary Jane in the same scene, I know something's gonna happen to Mary Jane. It's, it's just annoying. I don't find damsel distresses very interesting. Sometimes it can work most of the time for me. It doesn't really. But yeah, especially this one. I don't I don't like it at all. She's just annoying. Especially since she also dates Peter's best friend. Thinks she 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 knows Peter likes her. Dates a whole bunch of other dudes, parades around, constantly like flirts with them, and then she's like, I'm now dating your best friend and I'm gonna, you know, meet his father and do all this shit. And then now I'm also gonna like, you know, flirt with you some more while we're dating. And now I'm gonna cheat and you're gonna knowingly unknowingly cheating on Harry with you, but I'm going to cheat on Harry with Spider-Man. I don't like it. Also, is that, this is a little bit of a sidetrack. Uh, I never realized how rapey the scene is where Spider-Man saves Mary Jane in the alleyway. When I was a kid and I watched that scene, I thought they were just, you know, mugging her, but upon revision <laughs> and watching that scene, just four dudes are just trying to gang rape Mary Jane. I I don't know how I don't know how I never noticed that as a kid, but they don't. They literally just make like kissy faces and sucking noises, and one of them makes like a doggy like rah rah sound. And they literally pin her up against the wall, slam like push her face to the wall, and one's like about to mount her, and then Spider Man's like, "I'm Spider Man, dudes!" And I'm like, "Wait a second, are we just gonna gloss over the fact?" that she just almost got raped by four dudes because in the same scene she then makes out with them like oh I might as well you know thank you with a kiss so I'm like I don't think a lady that was almost just brutally at least, at least assaulted I mean even if they don't you know do the, the gang rape that's still like I just feel like that it's a weird place to have it I feel like it should have happened maybe a little bit later like he sees Mary Jane and then that happens and she like you know, confronts them. She like she sees them swinging around in an alley or something, and she runs down. It. I feel like you could keep the her and saving her in that scene. I just feel like the, the kiss probably shouldn't have been right after that. Uh, to me, it's just weird. It's a weird placement for me, and I don't buy that part. Uh, it's it's that's probably nitpicking for most people, and it probably is. But for me, it's weird. Uh, but anyway, past that problems. Tom Wire is a great Peter Parker, but not a great Spider Man. He really portrays the meek and geeky side of Peter. Uh, 
He brings it all to life. He just doesn't have that sarcastic charm for Spidey. So watching him put on the suit is like, it was if Spider-Man was his own dude and Peter Parker was like, I'm going to dress up as Spider-Man and pretend to be Spider-Man. Does that make sense to you? Like, it's not that... So when, in the comics, when Peter becomes Spider-Man, his whole, his personality is, is very different. He's a lot more confident. He's a lot more witty. He's a lot more humor to him. He's like kind of cocky. He's a lot more fun. He's not as rigid and meek and goofy. But in this, he's just Peter Parker wearing a suit, which I understand he is Peter Parker. But part of, part of the Peter aspect after he becomes Spider-Man is a little bit of an act similar to Batman with Bruce Wayne. Not completely, but, you know, it just, it, it just doesn't work as well for me. Like the dialogue, it, it, I don't know, Tomer Wired, I just don't think he delivers that well on, like, the jokes that are supposed to be there, or at least, like, the goofy dialogue or quips that Spider-Man gives out when he's fighting bad guys. It just doesn't work for me. His relationship with his aunt and uncle are fantastic, giving... Uh, Peter Hart in the film. It, it's very... I will say, the, the Uncle Ben stuff, and you know, the stuff with the robber and him confronting him, and him learning how uh, how much responsibility he really has now that he has, you know, been given these powers. But you know, great power comes great responsibility. Huge quote, one of the most famous quotes of all time from any film. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a huge... It's a huge part of the movie. I think it's really interesting. Uh, I love the aspect of you know, very few times, I know sometimes it happens, but I definitely feel like sometimes superhero movies, the heroes just kind of go through the film and, and like, they just kind of coast through it without having any real, like, like, they don't have a whole lot of consequences before, like, you know, the middle of the movie or, like, the end. Like, sometimes they heroes create the villains, but I definitely feel like this movie has really strong consequences and they show you very much even before he becomes Spider-Man. It's his consequences that cause him to become Spider-Man because he has his powers long before he becomes a superhero. It's the death of his uncle and him uh, accepting and owning and trying to atone for what he did and him causing... He doesn't. He didn't actually cause the death. I mean, yes and no. He was... He un, unintentionally caused the death uh, of his uncle Ben letting a robber that robbed the uh, the wrestling uh, fucking tournament, wherever the fuck it was, it was like WWE, that shit. Uh, he robbed the guy that was paying, you know, you know, runs it, robbed him, and they're like, stop that guy! And he's just like, he just lets him go by, he's like, thanks. And he's like, what's your problem? You could have torn him in two. And he's just like, I, I fail to understand why that's my problem, because he refused to pay him the $3,000, that was guaranteed if you uh, wrestled against Bonesaw, who's played by Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, pretty funny scene. I really enjoyed that. I think that's the only time in the movie where I think Tommy McGuire is really good at giving the quips. It's the only one. The rest of the time with Green Goblin, I'm like, what the fuck? What? But the rest, I, I will say that the, the Bonesaw scenes are uh, a gem of this movie. So, yeah. Um, I still enjoy the movie. I don't think it's as good as I remember it. So I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. It's a good movie, but I don't think it's that great. I think some people look at this movie as Rose, the Rose Tinted Glasses. I don't think this is the end-all, be-all Spider-Man film. I don't I don't think this is the titular way of, of telling the character and doing his stories. 
that's fine. And if you do feel away, power to you. I think he plays a great Peter Parker. Spider-Man's a little lacking, in my opinion. Which, some people were like, what's the fucking difference? There is a difference, okay? There's definite, clear difference between what Batman's Batman and his scenes where he's Bruce Wayne. George Clooney's a good Bruce Wayne, but a terrible Batman, okay? There's some aspects to that you could talk about. It's, it's different. It's a different part of his psyche. He's a different person when he's, the, when he's Spider-Man and when he's Peter, so... That's how I feel about it. Home Defoe is fantastic. Surprisingly good performance from James Franco. Not his kind of movie, but still pretty good. Uh, Mary Jane sucks. Uh, music's good. And there's some there's some goofy dialogue that Peter says OG a lot. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So sometimes the Sam Raimi style of dialogue and joke telling doesn't really gel with me sometimes. So, yeah, it's a good movie. I uh, hope you enjoyed the review. If you enjoyed this review, I have plenty of other ones. Uh, I talk about other Marvel films, stuff like that, Batman, all kinds of shit. I review all kinds of shit. So, yeah, if you want to give those a listen, I highly appreciate it. I also have an Instagram page, Talk about his movie reviews. If you want to send me, like, hey, what movie you want me to review, shit like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, hope you enjoyed. And please help support the podcast. You know, maybe, you know, give, uh, give my sponsor a chance, please. There's a discount code so give a listen please thank you stay tuned if the last two years have taught us anything it's the importance of health being physically fit is key in overall health regular exercise and smart eating build the framework for a strong body with a powerful immune system now is the time Viking Fitness can show you the way to a fit and healthy body. No gimmicks and no crash diets. Your custom-designed fitness plan is based on science and good, old-fashioned hard work. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603 today for a free consultation. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your custom plan. Pure results, no bullshit. vikingfitnessnh.com Thank you.